Oh, what, this is my mic right here. Hold on. This is my mic. Okay, I'm gonna come up. I'm gonna come up right here. This, what it is? Welcome to this here review of um of of the movie um um old. Now, who who's old now? No, who's old? No, okay. You're drone, talking about drone. old people. What? What? Uh, uh, no. Okay, no. This is this is uh, the movie old that got released. You know. This weekend, M. Night Shyamalan. We're releasing old people. Y'all need to let them old people go. They don't need to be trapped in no rooms like that. That, uh, that, that's bad on the bones. The arthritis no, and whatnot. Is, it's, it's fictitious, okay? It's fictitious. It's actors, okay? Who's no, delicious? Nobody's trapped in a room. What's, the, what's delicious got to do with anything? Beaches. No. Like the movie. Beaches. The, Beaches, resorts. Boy, you better anyway. watch your mouth talking about that, that using the B word like that. You 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 kiss your mother with that mouth. You know what? You know what? Let's just get to the review. Uh-uh. Let's get to the review. Okay, here we are. The first ones to die. We're reviewing old. Let's get it. You are now listening to the first ones to die. The first ones to die. Welcome everyone to the First Ones to Die podcast. I am Jonathan. I'm here with Alex and Jerome. How was your guys' this week? It's been a minute. Jerome, how was your week? You had a you had a birthday this week? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm I'm one year older, or rather I've survived yet another year. Uh, that's to be that's the better way to put it. Yeah. To continue that's to be bitter going forward in Maybe not the best way to put it now. Uh, No, um, no, my birthday was cool. Um, I had a good week. I just uh, was busy with work, but then also, uh, you know, got to hang out with some friends, did a table read for a show um, that I want to hopefully get made. You know, it's going to be a script competition. So uh, not that the audience can really help me in any way, but uh, do root for me. And if you're religious, you know, say some prayers on my behalf. Um, you know, get whoever God of choice that you drink, um, much like soda, and just uh, have them come down and and rain their blessings on me like like salt on French fries. There we go. Amen. All right. There you go. All you right. never know. Hey, you, you never know. Somebody could be helping you out with the script who's listening to this podcast right now. Um, Steven Spielberg could be listening and tuning in. He could be one of our fans <laughs> from California. You know, we check the stats. <laughs> Alex, how was your week? Not as exciting as that. I'll say that much. Um, I was, I'm good. I haven't did much. I got to go see a movie we're reviewing with Jonathan. Jonathan, Jerome, look, I'm looking at you. Uh, I got to see the movie with Jerome and Kaylee, and it was great to see Kaylee. I haven't seen her. I don't know how long it's been now, so it was really great to see her um and just catch up with her for a moment which you know it and i got to hug her which has been nice because every we're all vaccinated if you haven't been vaccinated go get vaccinated so there was less of a fear and i know she practices social distancing and so do i so it was a nice comforting feeling to be able to hug people again jerome made it weird though he gave me a hug and said he's said he missed hugging me and i missed hugging alex all right it made it weird you don't make that comment just hug somebody and yeah, we, it, it, we, it got like a, it got a little Alex weird. Is, uh, Alex, it is got like weird, and he's like, "I love me, you," and, and then I'm like, like "Whoa!" You know, being, being, yeah, I just being next to people physically, especially my podcast co-host who I don't see. 
<laughs> I see virtually, but I don't see in person very often. Uh, how are um, you doing, Jonathan? <laughs> oh, wait. Also, oh, real quick, I wanted to mention, uh, also, congratulations to the Milwaukee Bucks for winning the NBA Finals. Uh, I've been watching the whole time. I was rooting for you, even though I don't have a specific NBA team. Giannis, uh, the Greek freak, uh, also, as he's known in the NBA, uh, congratulations, brother. Hope you're enjoying yourself and uh, stuff. Yeah. And Jonathan, <laughs> now I'm actually asking you. Well, I, I didn't win the NBA finals, but um, I had a showcase this week uh, for my my acting school. And that was a lot of fun. We had our last class today. So it was just it felt like the last day of school. And everyone was like, Jonathan, when are you going to come to the UK? And I was like, I don't know. Coronavirus is up in these streets. But I'm going to try to come soon. So that's that's definitely going to be my next destination. Uh, and that was fun. There's just been there's been a lot going on like recently and this week. So I'm glad to check another thing off and that the classes um, are done and that we got to showcase our our stuff. And I got to be at that showcase, which was great. I enjoyed it a lot. Um, Very proud of you. Yeah, I missed it, but I was there in spirit. (laughs) I I did, I won't lie, I did have to like dip out of watching you guys for like a second or two because I was at work. Uh, I, I, and I, that. I, I generally got worried because at the beginning, um, I'm, I'm assuming your teacher goes, hey, can you mute your guys' mics, you know, the audience? And right as he said that, I got a call. So I talked so softly. I was like, this is the orthopedic department. What can I help you with? <laughs> Trying to make sure that they don't hear me. I'm like, okay, I don't, I don't, like, I don't think they can hear me. Were they just like, are you okay, ma'am? <laughs> I need to... <laughs> I don't think they noticed until I was like, okay, let me put you on hold. And they're like, oh, oh I'm, I'm having a hard time here. I'm like, yeah, just just, just one second. So, uh, but then I realized y'all can hear me, so it's fine. But I enjoyed it, and I liked your character, Marcus. And I loved your line. I don't know how you guys do in the UK, but in the US, we don't uh, screw our friends over, which I was like, oh. <laughs> The funny exactly thing is, how I, I would put it. Line. Oh, did you? Oh, come <laughs> yes, on, man. But, but 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 it does have a a it it shows the hypocrisy of the character. It's a very American line to say. Yes. So it I is agree. a very accurate, but it it's the one that stuck with me the most. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I could see an American <laughs> hanging out with UK people saying shit like that and being like, mm. <laughs> but like, okay. Yes. All right. So what um, are we reviewing well, today? Speaking of speaking of lines. And acting and directing old. Yeah, speaking of movies, yes. we saw one. Oh, we did. <laughs> uh, old, it is, um, and I'm not on my game. I'm not on the IMDb, so I don't have the official Neither am I. You be quite honest. I, am, I was not, I I was not at all. Okay, you, okay I'm Alex, you, can take, you can take the reins. And read the synopsis. I may not be prepared in my real life, but I'm prepared for here. Uh, Synopsis, a thriller about a family on a tropical holiday who discover that the secluded beach where they are relaxing for a few hours is somehow causing them to age rapidly, reducing their entire lives into a single day. Wow. Brilliant. That was a brilliant reading. 
Thank you. I, I appreciate that. Yes. So basically, if you don't know how our reviews go, first we do a non-spoiler section where we just throw out our general thoughts of the film, talked about talk about what we maybe liked, disliked in a general sense. Then we'll warn you of our spoiler section where we'll dive into all the spoiler action of the film. And we might debate and fight here and there. Just a warning. So what did you guys think of old? And I'll start with Jerome because I know you 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 said you had short and concise thoughts about this film, so I want to <laughs> hear some of them. Uh, this film is uh is it's it's got it's left me confused. It has. Uh, for those who don't know, um, the consensus over across the internet is either people think this movie is at like happening levels bad from M Night Shyamalan, or they think it's like like a, a an unbreakable of like a is it bad or is it good? You know, M. Night Shyamalan movie. And uh, for me personally, I think I'm down the middle where I'm just like, this movie is, uh, you know, not awful. There's definitely some fun stuff about it. Um, also, I thought some, like, some of the thriller elements are really good and really cool. Um, there's also some cinematography choices that I think are uh, unique and sometimes work really well for the story. However, at the same time, the dialogue in this is really weird and clunky, at times super wooden. Uh, sometimes those cinematography choices don't always pan out. Uh, no pun intended, because, you know, panning. And, um, and also, uh, the story at times feels like it kind of loses steam in the middle part of it for me, uh, compared to the beginning and the end. So... Those are like some quick thoughts that I have about the film. I'll get into more in the spoilers later. But uh, from a, just a general standpoint, I'm really just kind of like, uh, like a uh, not overwhelmed or underwhelmed. I'm just whelmed. You know, I think that's the best way to describe like how I'm feeling about this movie right now. Like after thinking about it. When did you guys see it? Did you guys see it yesterday? Yeah, saw it yesterday. Okay, so you've had it. You've had a day to process. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And how about you, Alex? Um, I I I enjoyed it. It was fun. In my it was, I, it may have just been the fact that it was the first movie I've seen in theaters in a really long time. So literally over a year. So I might have enjoyed it a little more. Um, there he is right there. Some parts that just dropped off where they were just having these moments and sitting and talking, and it was just like, well, for people who are like figuring out that you know, time is moving so rapidly, you'd think there'd be more urgency to them. But there really wasn't. And at certain points, it was like, nobody's making up a plan. And then there are times where it's like, you really should have focused on this more than this. And I I think it could have... Been, I like the concept. I actually enjoyed the idea and the little twist that was there. I actually thought it was a good twist. Mm-hmm. It was weird but it was a good twist um my only a big issue i had with this movie was uh what was the nationality of the main family french but why weren't the kids french they were french no they, maddox had a french accent wait those kids sounded 
Gail Garcia Bernal is Mexican and had a Mexican accent. Or are yeah. they Mexican? He had a Spaniard accent, really. Okay, they she had Spanish. French. I thought they were the French. little girl did not the have comics a... French. I think. Oh, the little girl and the little boy both had American accents. They did not sound French at all. They do later because, like, the Thomas and McKenzie has a bit of an accent, but then the woman who plays grown up that same character doesn't. So it is weird. It's and then Alex Wolf definitely does not have an accent. Yeah, and then I, it adult just, him doesn't have an accent either. But then kid him did have an accent, so it is weird. Yeah, it's like they didn't they didn't ask for I, each like each actor to have the same right? consistent voice. Yeah. Well, I think Gerald Garcia Bernal was just using his natural act because I've seen him in other, in like interviews and stuff, and that's how he actually talks. Yeah, well, him and Ricky Cripps is that how you pronounce her last name? Yeah. Uh, from Guadalajara. Yeah, she they use their nat their natural accents. And to me the kid sounded American. I didn't hear the little girl didn't sound French to me at all. That's why I was like, wait, what the fuck are they? Uh what about you, Jonathan? What was your general Yes. I I don't know if this is gonna be a surprise to anybody, but I really like this this movie. That doesn't surprise I, me at all. What are you talking yeah. about? <laughs> <laughs> you are the positive one. And this is this is this is not gonna be a situation and I hate to bring this up again, but Malcolm and Marie, where it doesn't age well, or even in the heights as a more recent example, where I gave it like a really positive score, but then thought about it and I'm like, was it really that good? This <laughs> This one though. I'm gonna this, this one go hold on, on really quick. Do you see this part of my wall? Uh that I have a Ouija board on, by the way. That is a Ouija board that is on my wall. I'm going to remove it and put up a list of every time a score goes down for Malcolm and Marie. Jonathan's <laughs> score for Malcolm and Marie. Every time it goes down, I will get up and I'll just, Listen, I'll just move it down I a little more. I gave it a D, so I'm, I'm good. It's staying there. <laughs> I know, but I'm just I'm going to get a score thing for him. Every time he mentions my grade going down for Malcolm and Marie, uh, then it's going down. <laughs> but go on, Jonathan. <laughs> Um, I've learned through this podcast that whenever I'm so-so on a movie, I shouldn't be too quick to give it a high score. I should probably keep it in the middle. This one I wasn't so-so on. I left the theater being like, ooh, yes, I really enjoyed that. And now I actually kind of want to read the graphic novel. Um, I, I agree that, especially for me, the first maybe quarter of the movie some of that dialogue was just like really choppy and like like it was being I think the main perpetrator was Ken Lung. Yeah. Um, at some points. Yeah. And he it didn't even look like he was acting at certain points in like a bad way. Um which and I've seen him in other stuff and he's a good actor. So mm -hmm. I don't know what happened here. But once we got to the actual like meat of the story and once we got to the very end and like they put it all together i was really satisfied um and i had a, a, a an enjoyable time along the way too and typically in some types of movies um i like have a tendency to if it's not engaging me if this scene is taking too long if it there's nothing happening 
I'll just like zone out. And I didn't do that at all during this film. So I, that that's a success for me. And I, 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 I had a good time with it. There was no hour long basketball. So that's why Jonathan <laughs> was completely engaged the entire time. <laughs> Jerome felt very personal with that. Um. I just wanted to make that joke. Cause that still made me laugh. <laughs> In a movie called Space Jam, the basketball bothered me. I, I don't know. <laughs> it bothered me that there was no jam in space in that movie. Look, I got the Toon Squad treats right here. There's cartoon <laughs> LeBron right there. I can still support in other ways. <laughs> um, so let's. What do you guys say? We get into the spoilerness of it all. Uh, this is your spoiler warning. If you have not seen the movie or don't want to know spoilers. And now is your chance to hop off, and we'll see you next time. Well, no, anyway. we'll see you back here after you watch old, and then come back and finish the rest of the episode because you want to hear all go. this podcast exactly. goodness that's going to exactly. be delivered right now. <laughs> Pause the video, watch old, come back, listen to the rest the same day. All right, now uh, let's let's start with the good. I feel like let's let's not get into too much of of any of the critiques that we have, but. But from you guys' reviews, it doesn't seem like you guys thought it was like anyone. No one here thought it was like horrible, horrible. It's just that we we can talk out some of the stuff. Yeah, but I let's, think some let's people talk about being the good. way too harsh on this movie from the, like watching Twitter and stuff. People being like, "Oh, it's laughably bad." I'm like, "It's not that bad. Like, it's not I that bad at all." At you know, all. anybody trying to call this movie bad, a bad movie of M Night Shyamalan? Shyamalan, yeah, Shyamalan. Uh, needs to remember the happening where the plants attack and the last airbender. They still exist, and those <laughs> were his greatest crimes against humanity. All right. Uh, well, this you have movie, some people comparing this to the happening. Some people think this is like on that same level. Which happening. I don't understand why the happening made no sense, and all of a sudden the plants attack. Like, what the fuck. No. That's what I mean. That's why I'm like, this movie, at least the happening is just like a movie where stuff happens and none of it ties together at all. This movie has a coherent plot um, and is and and, by the and way, has characters you actually kind of care about, especially the main family. I cared about the main family. I did not care. I did as well. I wish the mom had died to me. <laughs> but she was freaking annoying. And she kept being the like, mom, oh, okay, let's, let's no, talk no, about no. the bad man. Okay, the mom, yeah, look, the mom did get on my nerves. Look, we, because... we enjoyed the movie. And I, I, here's the good part. I did enjoy, I like the giant lab corporation thing. I thought that was really interesting. That was a really great twist. Because usually really it smart. is like either a game for rich people or, you know, you, you're sacrificing people to the beach or, you know, it, it was, I thought it was going to go along those two routes. Instead, it's this major corporation being like, look, Sucks. People are dying, but we're actually also saving people. So I mean, it's kind of, and I like, I I don't like that idea, but I found the. I do like the idea. No, I like the idea. I like the idea of actually testing a long term term cure in like a twenty four hour span, or seeing how long a medicine can last instead of years it, of research. It made sense, and it was actually believable and realistic in yeah, the that, world of this. That was a movie. cool twist i was like that and that's actually a smart idea and makes sense it's like yeah because on paper it sounds evil but at the same time it it is very it's a very utilitarian idea of like well yeah we're killing this one person technically but at the same time now we're figuring out like 
way faster than we ever could the cure for cancer. And it's just like, yeah. so does the odds justify the means? It, it, it's one, it's a twist that's cool because it starts conversation of like, right. it's like are that, they it's doing like the that, right thing or not? You know? It's like that ethical gray area mm-hmm. where it's like, is, is this wrong if you're going to save all of these people? If you're going to save all these people, people's lives with this medicine, when you're going to just risk these people's lives. But my thing is like, I'm sure there's somebody out there who is just willing to volunteer. You don't actually have to. Well, this is this is a completely controlled setting, though, because people can try to leave or they can mess with the experiment. This is kind of very much controlled. You're confined to this space. They're giving you the food and the water. That's it. The also oh. the thing is too is that probably the most people who would volunteer though are people who think like who would be like so far gone that they're just like, well, I'm gonna die. They wouldn't anyway. be in the right mental state. Yeah, they wouldn't be in the right mental state, or they may not even like because also remember they're giving them medicine with them unbeknownst to them that's all experimental. So it's not like but it's like and just waiting to see what happens as they act naturally, if they knew they were taking medicine and what they were doing, they might try and act differently. You know? There's also the placebo effect. You know, you give people the medication, they're like, oh, I'm feeling great, I'm feeling so much better. It's like, mm, actually, you were given the like placebo. This is all just in your head now. This is a real, like, I'm seeing it, I'm not seeing it, and now I get to see it, they're like that. Um, and also, I did like how the dad, the main dad, was aware that there was a pharmaceutical company involved in everything. When he saw the names at the hotel and things like that, he picked it up. He was like, "Oh, hey, we work with these co- with, with these people, this pharmaceutical company. They're really well known in the big." So he kind of laid it out there, like, you know, these people are like miracle workers. And he became part of it. Um, going to the negative, yeah, the mom annoyed me so much. I did not care for the mom at all because one thing she kept shouting about how you know for she the works kids, at a museum. She works at a museum. She's that a was my thing. She 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 said that at least like three or four times. That's what like, I mean when I say the doc. And it's not it's not the actor's fault. It this is an M Night Shyamalan thing, and that's I think this is why people are comparing this to the happening because the happening has some of these dialogue trip ups too, where characters will just say things, but the way they say them makes it seem like it's just this a matter of fact thing, and we're not even going to question it. It is what it is, and I'm I'm stating facts to you. Like I work at a museum. I've worked with bones like this before, and this means this. So therefore, that means that. I am. A, I work at a museum, and it's just like, all right. I you don't have to. You don't have to be so matter of fact with me. You, you sound like robots. All of you sound like robots well, talking it, to me. It wasn't though. even that. Like in earlier scenes with the kids and stuff, like you've already planned to like leave your husband and all this stuff, and he's aware. He's still trying to make it a nice vacation for the children. He's like, let the kids have this time. Let it be for the kids. You're doing your own choices and that's fine. He's like, I don't like it, but let's be here for the children. And she just consistently makes it about her. Constantly about her. And then they're at a point where he's like, let's not fight. Like, I know you found your own place already in the city. Like, I get it. I get what's going on. And she starts yelling. They're like all about, let's not fight in front of the children. And she's screaming while they're in the next door. So, like, her character I found was just very unlikable. She's just like, she. he's just like, let's be here for the children. And then she's just doing everything other than being there for the children. She's being emotionally distant from the children. 
she even goes like, hey, kids, you know, B, look outside. And then she's texting her boyfriend or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I work at a museum is not the biggest flex when you're dealing with a life or death situation. Coming from three people who have worked at a museum before, <laughs> if we if we scream that out in a in a dire situation, I don't. I think whoever here's, here's the thing. The last person, yeah. so it's better. Although at least she says that a little more convincingly than my name is Jaron and I'm a nurse. Like, because that's Ken Long said that like so many times. He's just like, I'm a nurse. I'm like, I know. I I don't need you to keep saying you're a nurse. When he, when he, when he, now that I think about it, a lot of people were just just randomly stating out their credentials in the movie. Yeah, because at that one point where he was about to swim off and he was like, I was on the swim team, the people behind me in the theater laughed. <laughs> I laughed at the like the, when he's like uh, people in the theater with us laughed when like he's like okay who here can swim and think they can swim out this bar against this current and then cut left and swim for god knows how much time past that and I love that the one black dude just walked by like she Negro please like <laughs> <laughs> Why do you go swim? I, I, my favorite part was like, when get here. they were talking about how they figured they finally figured out. By the way, I feel like it took them longer than it should have. That the aging, you know, happened so rapidly. Oh, it took them way longer to figure that right? out yes. than it should yes. have. Like, that was my God. other thing. That was my that was my other critique. I'm like, y'all. Okay, so y'all took this long to figure out that this beach is aging you but then once you did like all of a sudden you have all the answers like and they're they super all of the and answers. they're like dynamos at math all of them they're just yeah. like okay if I, if we age at this amount of time that means it must be like six hours therefore that means one year is equivalent to i'm just like whoa, whoa, whoa what are you bringing out these statistics from who's got a calculator on this beach <laughs> literally that same day at work somebody was doing basic math they were doing like oh two times two equals four because we were talking about some stupid stuff. And then, like, somebody was like, oh, three and seven, because if you had the... I literally sat down on the floor. Because I was done with their basic math. I was like, no. And they're like, why are you on the floor? I'm like, because she was doing two plus two. But then this one's bringing in threes and sevens. And I'm not having it. I'm done with this day. I'm going to sit on the floor until it's time for me to clock out. That's why nobody ever gets appointments to doctors. Because I'm having a mental breakdown in that phone room. Because somebody tries to do basic math and you're telling me, yeah, in a beach, all stressful situation. One guy's like a rapper. Another one is like a, bo- a bone calcium deficient Barbie. Instagram model. Yeah. yeah. A schizophrenic. Y- y'all can do great math. And a museum worker. Sh- shout out to midsize sedan because <laughs> he was done dirty the way he got killed. He was more useful than any... He was another one where I was like, okay, if the beach is aging you, how does he still look that young? Like, when they arrive? Because he's been there since overnight. So he's had... No, it was overnight. They showed him when they were on sunrise. Even still, that's hours before they showed up. So he still would have aged a good bit. There was that line about the black people aging. Okay, but like (laughs) Jonathan, like and Alex, we know the truth. Like you do still visually age a little bit. Like yes, Pharrell looks still super young. But if you put a picture of young Pharrell next to current day Pharrell, you can at least see small tinges that he's aged. So it's like and and the and the the woman. 
Patricia, she did age as well. Yeah, you so it's like aging. you can tell, you can yeah, but- tell. That's just a saying people say. <laughs> Which that was one of the best jokes in the movie. And actually, if you you think about it too, the kids by the next morning were going from like, he was six to 50. So yeah, if he was, let's say there overnight or multiple hours, yeah, it should have had some effect. Um, I will say, yeah, with the consistency of aging was not done well. They didn't seem to actually figure out the timeline. It, almost appeared to have affected the children more than the adults. And the adu- their excuse was, oh, when you get older, your bone, your body doesn't change as much as children's. True, but wrinkles happen very quickly. Mm-hmm, and like, right. going back to that comment of them, two of them being black. If you're French, that's like really white. That's like sun damage there. That's like- <laughs> there was- Decades and decades of stun damage being done. And if when she did, she stabbed him with that rusty knife and that caused ten, tendinitis. Ten, or tinnitus. Tinnitus, thank you. Tendinitis is when you're ten, Tinnitus. That happened in seconds. So all those people should have had sun damage almost immediately. Well, Can't also. There was, there was, well, there was the, really quick, there was um, when uh, Prisca told Guy oh, you're getting wrinkles. And then he turned to the camera and there was no wrinkles. Right. Like he looked the same. Uh, <laughs> his character looked the same as he had the whole movie. Also, he already had wrinkles. He was like in his 40s. I have wrinkles. <laughs> well, here's the thing too, is that also it's like, I don't know what the budget, their makeup budget was, but clearly they they assumed, oh, well, as long as we do the makeup on the face, People will just know they're old, but it's like okay, but the body gets older too. Like muscle doesn't sag, like muscle sags, like certain parts of the body, like body fat starts to you know, especially as your metabolism slows down, starts to metabolize different. Like certain things other than your face affects you. In the book, they do a really good job of this, but it's a book, you know, it's a comic. They can draw that stuff. In a movie, you have to put a lot of effort and work into that stuff so it because i i remember watching the movie and being like uh, abby lee who plays the um the model girl who's like got the calcium deficiency like yeah uh, later like her bones are kind of protruding and stuff and it's kind of messed up but for a large chunk of the movie she's aging and her abs and body look just as pristine as they did when she just arrived there but in her face it's old and it's like there's no way like her abs would probably be gone by now or at least her hips would be wider or other things like she hers, th- 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 you know what the, I mean? hers the hers was my favorite death though just because it was so like gruesome and creepy and when she like i was, was sure sitting she there with that too because i was like this woman is just in need of a diet therapy session where they can break down all them walls that's got her all oh, no, she needed ma- calcium right well yeah i mean right. yes physically but i mean mentally <laughs> she needs therapy she's telling a six-year-old girl not to slouch so she can be more attractive to men like technically you know what I'm saying? Like Technically, you, she, she told a six-year-old don't slouch, and then she looked to the waiter and said, it will not be attractive. That That's um, a level of insecurity that she needs to work out <laughs> with a therapist. 30-minute marker. That, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, I, I like... You know, I didn't feel like she deserved to die that way. I felt bad, even though it was I like, didn't either. I just... You know. I just <laughs> it was really cool. For me, it was cool to watch, because at the end, she looked like a 
when you swat a spider, yeah, she, that's what she looked like, like all like her bones and everything, all like crumpled it was messed up. up. Yeah, um, yeah. Jerome, really you brought up. up the the camera situation. I did get annoyed with that with the way they kept trying to pan things and the way they would just like it would have been better. Yes, if they did more with the aging makeup when they would pan away and then come back. And if they looked older, if the characters mm-hmm. looked older. No, they just panned, came back, panned and came back. It only made sense with the kids because they were aging rapidly. Also, that teenage, that teenage pregnancy one, like I know, I, I know was it's just in the about book, to mention. and it is in the book. In fact, a couple different kids. <laughs> There's a more kids in the book, so a couple kids get pregnant no. and have babies. Granted, the babies don't die though; they live and just get older, and then they become like the next generation or whatever but nonetheless uh, the fact of the matter is like in the in this movie it's like he just like all of a sudden it's one of those things where and uh reviews have been bringing this up too of like it's only really weird because the idea is that at 15 they still have the minds of six-year-olds well they they put that line in where they were like Oh, I feel like my mind is changing as well. Do you remember that? Yeah, and I think Where that was them was trying like, to excuse oh, and be like, "Oh, well, actually, they are kind of having those feelings and thoughts and going through puberty." And I'm just like, "Okay, but that seems really flimsy." As seeing as we've not seen these characters on screen for like five, like ten to fifteen minutes of this right. film. <laughs> and my thing was, they've been on that. They've known each other, and they've been on that beach for like less than a few hours at that point. And oh. so I'm like, so within that time span, y'all got it done as teenagers. I can understand maybe if it was like an adult fling, but as as like 15 year olds, I don't see that as a realistic possibility. Well, listen, I, I see at them 15, more being like I, awkward. I'm just saying at 15, you know, you get a little too excited your first time. <laughs> just like, you know, though I can believe um, that. It's just one of those things where you don't see like in while the, your family is like on the other side of the listen, beach. You act like they're not teenagers that have done it in the same room as their family. So just, just, just don't, we're gonna, don't go we're there, just, Jonathan. Uh, you, it's you, really. Jonathan. I'm just saying, but there's some nasty kids out what here. All right, teenagers. Did you know? I knew some you gross teenagers um, <laughs> when I was a teenager. Ma- Ma- okay, Maddox. Why did all of a sudden they let her see all the gruesome stuff? She was still technically like eleven, but they were allowing her to see like the decaying bones and everything. By the Instead time of being she like age, was she like sixteen? I think she, like it yeah, she was like her character's supposed to be sixteen at that. point. They weren't. No, no, no. Hold on. They were five years difference because she was eleven, he was six. Um, so they were like fifteen. So she would have been like, and he was well, he was about I'm sixteen. Going so it was about based like off twenty-one of almost. The- I'm going based off the IMDb, where it's Thomas and McKenzie plays Maddox, age 16. But then the, they had to be even younger than the kids had to be 11. No, there's a certain point where it was honestly, she was like, all right, let's say 16. That means he would have been 11. Do you know what else is confusing? Is that they let the Alex Wolf and Thomas and McKenzie be just themselves without makeup for a while, even though they're technically still aging. But it's like, okay, so you're telling me from like the age of 16 and 15 all the way till possibly 2021 or maybe even into their 30s, they still look exactly the same. They don't really have that many wrinkles or anything. 
Like I'm 26 and I already have more wrinkles than I did when I was 20. So, and not that there's much. Gray hair but too. Still, Why did you know? nobody get gray hair? Again, I don't know what that makeup budget was, but it needed to be because, bigger for this like, kind of concept. <laughs> it's it's not that's not even an old thing because I've had gray hair since I was actually 10 years old. It's just something all hair does. Eventually, just loses certain coloring, color spots. In fact, the right side of my hair is actually turning grayer than my left side right now. It's kind of weird, but like nobody got gray hair. And one of the characters was already graying. He had like salt and pepper hair. It wasn't until like his final scene, um, the one who had schizophrenic, the doctor. which we yeah, which we all thought he had dementia, and then they slip it in near the end. Oh, we shouldn't put the schizophrenic people with the you know blood clotting people. It ruined our you know experiment. It's like how would you put mentally a patient next to like <laughs> other? Of course, something can go wrong. But, I just I just had a point with this movie where I wasn't sure if it was the editing or the cinematography that was messing with me because I was like, man, this movie is edited weird. Like it's just it's pacing is way off and it is. But also, yeah, that cinematography of like to like because I know the idea is that the characters have not seen these kids aged yet. So they don't know that they've aged. But the thing is, is that by that point, most of the audience had already kind of figured out, oh, people are aging. So it's weird that he like, and I think it's also that the cinematography choices, some of them linger. Like there's a shot where it's the older other girl, Kara, uh, and the older son. And they've like aged to about, I think like 11 or so. And they're talking. And so the shot is like, if I could simulate it with my camera, it's like this. The whole, like with Kara's face kind of being in the, in the corner it, there and it stays there for a while and they're having like a full-on conversation and i'm just like okay it's more, it's like more, it's more like the camera got in between the two kids and was like looking over their shoulders at the couple who had just come onto the island well there was like, nobody in the actually, center of the frame though it's just the beach you just I see actually, the, like you know i actually actually kind of like that scene only because that was, you're talking about the scene where you first see the kids get older, right? Mm -hmm. Where you first hear the kids get older. Um, I like that because it was like, okay, you're not seeing their faces. It's mysterious. You know that they're older because you hear the deeper voice of of, of um, the boy. And obviously their faces are obscured. So you know what's going to happen. And anyone who's watching the movie knows what the concept of it is. Um and then you lead to like the reveal, I guess. But I can see how it'd be like off-putting if you're staring at the side of somebody's head for like an entire like two minute scene. <laughs> it just wait, was wait. like a thing where it's 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 too slow for I think what he's trying to do. It's like there's there's being slow with the slow reveal, and then there's being too slow. Like, you know, you wanna you wanna I think he should have sped up some of those cuts a little bit of them talking or just at least use a different angle like even if it was different angles of obscure parts of their bodies like here's the side of her head here's one of their hands here's like you know a tassel from their like swim trunks or something like even if it was something like that it would at least like keep the pacing going instead of feeling like it's slowing down to a crawl for you to do this weird artistic thing that really doesn't feel like it kind of has as much merit i see it too jonathan Thank get you. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Just buzz it. Get him. Get him. Is it a, is it a um, moth or a fly? What is it? It's a fly. Okay. 
He's trying to get some cool air. It's hot out. Uh, <laughs> I will say I I got I like the camera angles only if they had actually done the aging process more instead of what they were giving us. And also they did not have a steady aging timeline, which also bothered me. Which, you know, how are your kids gonna you already look like an old mom and dad, right? You're clearly like in your thirties to forties. But it's not until your children what are finally like twenty that you're dying now. Because they don't hit fifty until the morning, which means forty so they're like thirty maybe in the evening. You're you're not that old. Well, that's the thing. I think they were supposed to be like sixty or seventy, but because they don't then they, look that they don't look that age at all. But I think that's the implication, only because they survive for a long time. And if we go by their math, that's how old they would have been by the time they die at the end of the movie. Is sixty like, or seventy? About sixty or seventy. Which again, that they didn't look that old. They didn't look right. that old. They didn't look that old at all. They they were just suddenly old. And it doesn't work that also, way. Also, it so did I, piss me off that he's getting cut and he can't, yes, he can't see, oh, yeah. but he has a nut, he's doing this with one arm. So he can use the other arm to like wave at his wife and be like, would you turn around? I am being stand up. I, I know you can't hear me, but turn, turn around. <laughs> also, she was completely deaf in one ear, but she could hear out of the other ear. Right, you would still you hear that. Can, because he was screaming. They made it seem like you can only hear it one ear at a time. No, the dude was screaming and That's the other man was works. yelling. Yeah. Sound <laughs> travels. It goes everywhere. It may have been lower, but it would have made it over here too. Because when Cheddar meows from here, I can still hear in this ear. Uh, yeah, that part was... And the part where it's, I get it's supposed to be self-sacrificing. She leans over him, protects him, and covers him. It's like, no. You could have just whacked him over the head with a log. The guy who's trying to kill your husband. Or to push him hard enough, pick up your husband, and both of you run. Instead, right. <laughs> you you get stabbed in the back, weakens you, and then you leave him as he continues to get stabbed. And what is with the guy, the way he's just like, why would he not just actually stab him like he did mid-side sedan? Why is he stabbing him like, it's just like slashing? He's, yeah, he's, uh, I don't know if the character of the doctor is a completely original idea, but his whole thing that he's got going on with the schizophrenia and everything is or yeah no the doctor's not an original not uh he is in the book but in the book he's just a racist and that's pretty much it <laughs> versus in this he's got schizophrenia and all this other stuff going on i also got that vibe from the movie as well that you know he had some no no they some, made it some that racism way. at first i thought it was because you know uh he he sees mid-sized sedan on the beach and then he's like babe let's uh let's let's move and i was like Oh, I see how it is. Young, handsome dude. You see him in the back. You think he's going to steal your wife because you're an old man with a wife who's way too young for you. But then later on, I'm like, oh, no, it's you just don't like black people. Okay. But then in, in all fairness, <laughs> there was just some random dude sitting down the rocks staring straight ahead with, like with, with a thousand yard stare. I'm going to move a little bit too, no matter the race or actually gender. I just see somebody with a thousand yard stare. That means that's not good. Something happened. Something's going to happen. Or they're like gone up there. I'm just like, mm, I'm going to. Also, in that Shyamalan, you've written for Samuel L. Jackson twice in both Unbreakable and Glass. You know how to write black characters. At least write them so they don't sound stereotypical and dumb. Why is half this man's dialogue, damn, damn, 
you know, just just varying levels of damn. That's that. <laughs> that's like I because he doesn't have many lines in this movie. So that's like you know, like what what? Why do you think that's every black person's reaction <laughs> to stuff going down? I I did like speaking of M Night Shyamalan. I did like that. Like some of his other movies, he he acted in this as well. But well, that's for part of the one, course, you know. He has to be right. <laughs> <laughs> For this one, I, I did appreciate, you know, some directors, when they put themselves in, they'll just have, like, a little cameo. But for this one, he actually was, like, a pretty integral part of the plot. And I appreciate that. He wasn't just there just to be there. He was there to actually be a part of the plot. Yeah, he was immediately time, fired it, as soon it didn't as they feel found like out the kids though. <laughs> It didn't feel like a cameo. He actually felt like an actual actor in this film. Yeah, because I thought it was right. going to be a cameo of him just driving them there. I didn't think he was going to show back up again at the end. Yeah. That was a legit surprise. Although he's been a character before. He was a character in Lady in the Water. I haven't seen that. I don't recall. Don't waste your time. Also, did you you know know I don't remember that movie. <laughs> yeah. I keep seeing that on TikTok a lot. People are like, oh, I just watch old. But you know what my favorite movie of his is? Stuart Little. And I'm always like, I don't want to. Why do you keep doing that to me? Making me remember that. I don't want to remember that. That's such a weird. Well, Dark it, it makes. I mean, it makes sense. It actually makes sense. The movie makes sense because who adopts a rat? <laughs> there are children in an orphanage. But yes, let me bring and you, you did, home. You and then everybody just normalizes the rat. And then they demonize the child, Georgie, because he's like, are you guys kidding me? This this is a this is a mouse. It's a mouse, and the whole family is like, "How dare you? How could you be so cruel, dude?" He's not wrong though. Listen, Stuart Little is supposed to be a cautionary tale that you just no matter what a person looks like or where they come from, you're supposed to accept them for who they are. Okay? It's still a mouse. See, clearly you didn't get the message. All right, you didn't get the message. My the closing thoughts for old is this movie is not going to age well. <laughs> <laughs> get out. Pun get completely out. intended. But also get out. <laughs> the reality is, is that I think I feel like there's a lot of artistic choices in this movie that sometimes they do pay off and they're cool. I did love the spinning camera when the uh girl was like giving birth to like the baby. That was really tension filled and really exciting. And uh so I was like, okay, it works here. That's great and really cool there's a lot of stuff going on at the same time and instead of doing like a bunch of cuts to different shots it's like it's all one shot and a lot's happening at the same time you feel like you're kind of there so i like and there's multiple moments like that where i'm like that's really cool there's also some interesting ideas that he does with this concept i will say the one thing i thought was weird is that i feel like it's just like after you get the initial breakdown of what the concept is well for the character's sake, because most people can figure out what's going on early, pretty early on. But once the characters figure out what's going on, it then just becomes this series of scenarios of like, well, if you're aging, what happens if you're pregnant? Well, if you're aging, what happens if this happens? What if you've got a calcium deficiency? What happens? Like, And while it makes some really cool scenes, I don't know if it just makes a altogether really concrete story as you reach the ending of the movie. It does come together really well with the twist at the end with the medicine, um, uh, the pharmaceuticals company. But I think just before that, it just feels like it's kind of just a series of things. And that, and I think the only reason why is because the book is like that. The, I, the From the little snippets of the comic I've seen, 
it's not really like it has this overarching story. There's the pharmaceuticals company. That's not a part of the plot. It's just these people end up on a magical beach. They start aging, and that's kind of the story from that point forward. And then it's just a series of scenarios where you get to see people interact um, in this weird scenario. So it's like, you know, so when what, that's your so source. So what would you grade it? When, well, um, uh, I would say I definitely grade this probably uh, for me personally, like a C minus to maybe a D plus. Like it personally for me, it just it's just kind of loses steam as it goes. It starts out pretty solid, but it loses steam. Also, that dialogue gotta work on that dialogue and that but i will say though uh if you're listening to this review and you don't know where to gauge that from our review or other people's reviews i will say this is a movie that i think you need to watch for yourself to deem if you like it or not because this is just my opinion but i've seen a varying degrees of opinions on this movie ranging from people who think it's trash to people who think it's like really really interesting so this is a movie you got to see for yourself is like also a caveat I want to leave you guys with. And Jonathan, what about your like great and closing thoughts? I agree that that I can see how this movie can have a varying degree of opinions on it. For my opinion, I would probably have to give it a B plus. I really enjoyed the movie, even though there were the things that we talked about, like the dialogue, like um, some of the maybe inconsistencies. Um, I, I, I enjoyed it uh, fully. Those didn't necessarily take away from my enjoyment of the film. I thought it was very fun. Um, I thought it was very cool. A very cool concept overall, even though it's, it's based off of source material. I thought that the concept that they imagined through like cinema, um, I thought they, I thought, or M. Night Shyamalan, and, and crew and cast executed it very well. Um, I also liked the song that was played at the beginning and at, at the credits. I enjoyed that song, the song that the, the daughter was singing along to at the beginning when they were in the van. And then it also played at the end credits. I actually sh- shazammed it in the movie theater. And I will be adding that to my- You should be having uh, your phone on. <laughs> no, I shaz- it was during the credits. Mm-hmm. I shazammed it at the end. <laughs> um so yeah i'll be adding that to my to my playlist and um yeah i just thought it was overall overall a fun time with some inconsistencies and some wooden acting but but overall i um i thought it was fun and i'm definitely going to be picking up the the graphic novel as well just to see how it compares you can get it on Um, comiXology for like 14 bucks if you want to read it virtually I, I, although I like the I like the physical. Oh, I do too. I'm just letting you know, like if you want to cheat, you know, for those of you out there who read your stuff, you know, digitally, you can find it digitally fairly easy for not too much of a not too high of a price. So. There you go, sponsor us. And Alex, what is your grade and final thoughts? Um, I give this movie like a B. I thought it was actually really good. I thought the concept was really good. I like the idea of the pharmaceutical company being in charge. Um, I would like if they had actually put in an actual explanation to why people were aging uh, instead of just being like, oh, it's, you know, they they said magnets, uh, 
you said magic like they're they're like an actual reason would have been nice well no they do they say it's like the mineral is affecting their cells in a particular way that is causing the cells to rapidly um what is age what what mineral what mineral in particular they don't specify a mineral because the mineral doesn't exist in real life it's literally like mineral to say but it's literally like a (laughs) but it's literally like a compound it's the minerals how though? How are they? How did they get here? Why okay, is yeah. that's all sci-fi. Is the There's no explanation as to how Starfleet got to it be w- as big as it was and unify all these people. What treaty was passed? What people did we talk to? And also, how did you communicate with the entire galaxy to get everyone together? They don't take time to explain all that because it's like it's just a sci-fi yes, world where everyone do. is cool. No, they started joining together once they developed. How? I'm not getting into that. Because <laughs> anyway, I could go along with that. I'm just saying that's sci-fi. <laughs> That's, That's no, no, but no, they do have explanations in that show. And this was just a cop up by saying it's the mineral. Well, how? Was the mineral affecting the actual cells of the body? Or was it because just affecting that? And technically, that comment he made about nails and hair being dead isn't true. Your nails and your hair are alive. These things, just because they're out of your head, doesn't mean they're dead. True. They're still alive. I, I They're agree. a living I, organism. I, I I did call him yeah. out on that. I was like, that's not true. Nails, nail yeah. cells and hair cells are be- very much alive. Because that would be weird if you have dead things on you. Right. Um. So there was just a lot of inconsistencies also with the aging and the makeup that bothered me. But all in all, I thought it was an enjoyable movie. I thought it was fun. I liked the concept. It, the main family, the mom, it was mainly the mom, annoyed the fuck out of me. But I mean... It was a good film, and for the first time of seeing a movie in theaters in a long time, it was it was an enjoyable film to see. I didn't regret it or anything, and I recommend people go see it. You know, and it's not for a thriller slash. It was, I guess, it was technically horror in a way because you know you're losing people, you're dying, they're dying, and like some of the ways. gruesomeness. Yeah, it was, was definitely horror. It wasn't. For people who, you know, we have a friend who doesn't like blood and gore. This movie's not bloody and gory, but it'll still shake you. And it hits you at some point because it is it is about aging, which something people may not ultimately fear, but there is a subconscious fear of growing old and rapidly in such a way. Uh, all I could think was like... Ooh, although, I, although I do have to say that incision scene, that was that that got me a little bit. It didn't incision. get me, but I, I thought it was freaky, though, when it's like the tumor is like the size of like a... like basically a cantaloupe and they're pulling it out of her i was like oh my god like she's gotta be dead (laughs) yeah that's it which actually didn't bother me because of the place where i work and the pictures i see Uh, i work at a doctor's office let me rephrase that just put that out there (laughs) i see emergency cases photos too i'm the one who gets anyway so i say like a b i think it's a good film i would recommend it I think the pacing was a little off and I think the aging needed to be better, but the concept and it was a beautiful beach too. I want to go to a tropical island. I don't care if it ages me. Like I will say, yeah, that's the one thing they got is like, you know, didn't have to worry about location because it all takes place on one location and a beautiful one at that. Cause it's like great shots of the yeah. water and the beach and everything. So, right. This yeah. totally could have been, apparently they filmed this in 2019, but this totally could have been a movie that they filmed in COVID times. I will say, very I did point out there was friendly. a scene where the young girl, Kara, was saying, oh, we're not, we don't have any of these memories. We don't have memories of going to school, going to prom, you know, this and that. And I just leaned over to Jerome. I'm like, she sounds like every teenager in 2020 right now. So I was like, <laughs> it's technically a very relatable film to them. 
I I did think about that where I was like, man, this movie ends with the kids being 50 and they're coming back home. But I'm like, 50 is not like that's I mean, yeah, at 50, you could still do a lot of stuff. But even still, it's like, man, we have missed like some great years we could have (laughs) used to do some six to 50. You know what I'm saying? And I also I, I, I did appreciate how they did a flashback on how they actually got out because a lot of, I feel like a lot of movies, they would just, oh, we're magically, we got out, we're free. I like the flashback. I think the flashback, the only thing that upset me about the flashback is that it didn't make sense. Where I'm just like, or rather, it seemed contrived, where it's like, oh, the rock snapped and the coral lifted so that way they could get out. Not, I grabbed the knife that I know is here and, and brought it with well, me. Well, no, he, he actually grabbed like some, no, he actually grabbed something way more valuable, which was that notebook. That had all the addresses of the people that no, disappeared. No, grab that too, and the knife. <laughs> grab them both. Well, actually, it kind of, the coral breaking and the rock breaking makes sense if they've been aged because healthy coral is colorful. Dead coral is white and brittle. So technically, it wasn't wrong that everything was breaking because that coral was not healthy. That was not alive. Also, you know, you gotta watch out for the Great Barrier Reefs because that's what they're starting to look like. <laughs> but enough of that. Uh, Protect our coral, right? Coral. That's that's. Uh, sh- shut up. That's the lesson <laughs> of this movie. Protect the coral. Yes. Yes. Shout out to Rick Grimes. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is our episode for today. We hope you enjoyed the movie slash our review. Um, yeah. We. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Where can we find you on social? I was trying to say that. Calm down. (laughs) You can find me at Jonathan Keys on Twitter, Instagram, wherever you please. Alex, where can we find you? You can find me on Alex and Nobody on Instagram. And I also handle the TikTok account of The First Ones to Die, um, which is also the name of all our social medias, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and even our email, the first one tonight at gmail.com, where you can go ahead and send in, uh, you know, recommendations for scripts for Jerome, if you'd like, you know, or just give him little tidbits about why something doesn't work that you haven't read. Because <laughs> I know he would enjoy that. What about you, Jerome? Where else can they find you to send in their their comments about things they have not read of your work? <laughs> yeah. uh, you can find me at Not Jerome Red on Instagram and also at RoboZoo Media. Be on the lookout for concept art that's going up uh, at RoboZoo Media. Trying to get some stuff going. Finally. Stuff like that. So yeah, finally, we'll start seeing some content on this Instagram page I've been plugging since the first episode. <laughs> I mean, there's two things up there, but they're not enough. You know, we need more. We need more stuff, and that's on me, but that's okay. More stuff's coming, I promise. <laughs> and with that. Oh, no, no. With that. Jo- no, no. Jo- Jonathan's line. On that note. <laughs> on the, thank you. Thank you. That's my line. On that note, we'll see you next time. You can follow us at The First Ones to Die everywhere. Email us, firstmonsttodieatgmail.com. And we will see you for our next episode. Peace out. Bye. Bye.